Hey, have you ever wondered why some photographers seem to effortlessly attract clients while others struggle to book a single photo shoot? The answer may actually be in something that you never thought to consider, and that is your invisible branding. Now, if you've never heard this term before, I'm pretty sure that's because I made it up. It's something I've noticed after working with hundreds and hundreds of students over the last few years. And so today I am going to dig into what invisible branding is and how to make it work for you, not against you, so that you can start effortlessly attracting dream clients. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. Students learn this through the Beauty and Birth Photography Certification and through Marketing School for Photographers. I'm so excited to talk about this with you today because I think it is so important. Listen, I love talking marketing strategy and I love giving you practical step-by-step tips on how to do that on this show. But I think that there is something going on that needs to be talked about. And I've seen it in my students and I've seen it on Instagram and I've seen it in DMs and I've seen it in myself. And so I hope that you'll listen to this episode with an open mind and understand that this truly can be the difference maker in your business without any additional effort on your part. Okay. As photographers, We know there are a lot of things that go into getting ideal clients to book with us, right? Things like our portfolio and our brand and our style and our reputation. Those are all things that are important and they're things that we talk a lot about on this show. But there really is one factor that supersedes all those things. There's one thing that even if you do everything by the book and perfectly, air quotes, perfectly, This thing is going to keep you from achieving the success and the bookings and the revenue that you want. This one thing can work incredibly in your favor or work significantly against you. And most photographers don't even know what it is, let alone how to do it. So the one thing is something that I like to call invisible branding. Invisible branding is the way most of us unknowingly make people feel when they interact with our business. So typically, whenever I say branding, what do you think about? Most of you might think about your logo, the fonts on your website, the colors, um, the, the aesthetic visually of your brand. Maybe some of you even think about like personal branding, which we've talked about on this show and how you make people feel, how you intentionally make people feel. But I want to bring your invisible brand to the surface today and let you take a look at what your invisible brand actually is, how to use it for you and help you see the impact that it's having on your business. And it might be good it might be bad. And if it's not working for you, I want to show you 
how to fix it, okay? So this concept of invisible branding might be new for a lot of you and something that seems abstract, but basically to define it a little bit before we move forward, invisible branding is the energy, the attitude, and the vibe that you emit in your interactions with potential clients and with your community um, through social media, through your website. It's the nonverbal communication that you use when communicating with people. And it plays a big role in repelling or attracting potential clients. Think about it this way. When a potential client visits your website or interacts with you on social media, they're not just looking at your portfolio and your photography skills. Whether you realize it or not, they're also picking up on your energy and your vibe and your attitude, and they're making a decision about whether they want to work with you based on those factors. Have you ever met somebody and you just instantly liked them? You're like, I really don't know you at all, but something about you makes me like you, right? And I'm sure we've all had the opposite true. When you first meet somebody and you're like, man, something about that person just rubs me the wrong way. That's their invisible brand. Most people are not thinking about it and they're not doing it intentionally. So I want to give you some examples. An example of like a desperate, needy, invisible brand would be like if I as a wife was like, oh, babe, you never hang out with me. I'm your wife. You're supposed to want to hang out with me. Do the right thing and spend time with me, okay? It's going to be fun. Like I'm obviously using words to be that brand and that vibe, but you guys know that energy that I'm talking about, right? that desperate, needy energy, and who wants to spend time with that type of person, right? And so that person is going around saying, nobody wants to spend time with me. Nobody wants to hang out with me. And that's their energy. And they don't even realize that their energy is what is bringing that on themselves. Hopefully that makes sense. And you guys are with me. I've also had students who tell me, well, Tavia, I don't think this this marketing strategy is going to work for me or my area, but I guess I'll try it. And their invisible brand is apathy and doubt, right? That energy of like, well, I don't think it's going to work, but I'll try it. But I've also had students who implement strategies and they just know they're going to work. They're confident. That student is inventive and they're ambitious and they're driven And what happens? Those strategies work flawlessly. Now, sometimes they need a little tweaking, of course, but they're doing the exact same things as the first student. So what's the difference? It's their invisible brand. They are high vibe. They're diligent. They're energetic. They're excited. So which of those two is the brand that you want to have for your business? Which is going to attract those dream clients that are willing to pay whatever it takes to work with you? Funnily enough, the strategies almost never work for those that have the invisible brand of apathy and doubt. Their invisible brand and their attitude about it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, I don't think this is going to work for me. I mean, I guess I'll try it because you said to, but this isn't going to work because of this, this, this. When you master your invisible brand, 
when you not only become aware of it, but you're able to control it and you're able to create the invisible brand that you need to attract your ideal clients, marketing becomes, I mean, dare I say effortless? It really does. And I know that that seems too good to be true, but it's almost like the more that you let go and trust and show up the way that you want to show up that is you deep down, the more your ideal clients are going to find you and they're going to book with you. And I know that some of you might be thinking like, okay, well, this isn't that important, right? Like what matters is my work, the strategy, my portfolio, my skills, my vibe, my invisible brand doesn't matter that much. And I can follow the strategies that have worked for others Even if I don't really think it's going to work for me, like taking those actions is still what's going to get me results. Maybe. But I want to ask you, like a Dr. Phil moment, how's that been working for you? If you've been doing the marketing strategies and focusing on your portfolio, your photography skills, and you haven't been considering the vibe that you're putting out, the energy you're putting out, the brand that you're unknowingly putting out there. Let me ask you, is your calendar fully booked right now? And then I would ask you, what would it hurt to give this a try? And we're going to talk about how to know if your invisible brain is working for you or against you and what to do about it here in a second. But something else that I sometimes hear from people, you might be thinking this right now, it's like, I can't really control my vibe, my energy, or what people think about me. And I would agree, you can't control what people think about you and you shouldn't try to control what people think about you. That's exhausting. I like to say, it's not my business what other people think about me. It's not my business what other people think about me. Refining your invisible brand isn't about making people think good things about you. It's not about having control. It's about making sure that what you're projecting aligns with who you really are and what you stand for. I'm going to say that again. Refining your invisible brand isn't about making people think good things about you. It's about making sure that what you're projecting, what you're putting out there aligns with who you really are and what you stand for. So, so far we've defined what an invisible brand is, and I've included some examples, and we looked at some objections that you might have about mastering your invisible brand. So now you're like, okay, I get it. I understand this is important. So how do I have the right invisible brand so that I can attract my dream clients? So let's look at this. This is important. If you've drifted, come back to me. If you're multitasking, listen to this part, okay? If your invisible brand is the way you make people feel in your business, we realize that how you make people feel is going to begin with how do you feel about your business? How do you feel about your business right now? When I ask you that question, what comes up for you? Are you scared? Are you stressed? Do you feel like a desperate energy for bookings? Are you desperate for likes and follows and shares on social media? Are you kind of waiting 
for it to fail? Do you doubt yourself and your work? Like, meh, it's not that great. It's okay. Not awesome. Or do you know that your success is inevitable? Do you have trust and faith that the right people are going to find you and hire you? Do you love your work? And do you know that it blesses families? Are you confident? Are you at peace? Are you at peace? Those feelings that you have about your business are what make up your invisible brand. Those feelings that you have about your business are what makes up your invisible brand. So how do you feel about your business? What are you telling yourself about your business? And here's the good news. You get to control those thoughts and those feelings. So what's a simple way to know if your invisible brand is working for or against you? Here's a simple test. Okay, here's a simple test. What is your gut reaction when you post something online or when you get an inquiry? What's your gut reaction when you post something like right after you press post? Or what is your reaction when you see your contact form has been filled out and you have an inquiry? Is it like on social media, people aren't going to engage with this. This is a waste of time. They're not going to book with me. They're going to say I'm too expensive when you get an inquiry. What comes up for you? Or is it, I'm going to book a new client. The right people are going to see this and engage with it on social media. And even if this just reaches one person and makes them feel seen and heard, it's worth it. What's your gut reaction when you post something online or get an inquiry? That is an inkling, a step, um, an open window into your invisible brand. And you get to peek in and see my gut reaction might be how I'm showing up in my business without even realizing it. That's why it's invisible. So if you're like, okay, I think I've got some work to do here. And I'm raising my hand. Like, as I'm saying these things, I'm realizing that there's definitely room for improvement in my mindset, in my invisible brand. So if you're like, okay, my invisible brain is not working for me and it is not how I want to show up. It's not aligning with who I am and how I want to actually show up. How can I change it? Okay. So here are some ways that you can change the way that you're showing up if you don't like what you see. First of all, identify negative thoughts when they come into your head. And this takes time because You're used to these thoughts coming in and just accepting them as fact, right? But the powerful thing is you get to decide if this is a thought that you want to keep or not. You get to decide that. So identify those thoughts when they pop into your head. And that takes practice and effort to recognize them. So that when you get an inquiry and a thought pops in of like, oh, they're probably going to tell me I'm too expensive. You get to wait, wait a second, wait a second. That was a thought. Now I'm going to decide if that's going to serve me or not. Is that a thought that I want to keep? You get to decide if you want to keep it or not, which is so powerful. Talking about um, the Bible, the Bible says to take each thought and make it captive to Christ. So it's exactly what I'm talking about here. We get to decide if this thought, 
is going to be something that helps you or works against you. But it starts by identifying the thoughts as they come in instead of just treating them as you and as truth. So once you've identified that thought and you're like, okay, going with the previous example of like, oh, they're probably going to say I'm too expensive when an inquiry comes in, right? And you take that thought, you identify it, you're like, okay, no, this is not the kind of thought that I want to be thinking and you kick it out. Now what are you going to replace that thought with? What are you going to replace that thought with? What about the right person will hire me? The right people value what I do. My offer is important and valuable and the right clients are out there for me. Man, what a powerful place to come from, right? We've taken that thought, we've identified it as something that we don't want to keep, we've kicked it out and we've replaced it with the right people value what I do. And you can start to train your brain to think that every time you get an inquiry. The right people value what I do. And imagine that you're showing up to client meetings and networking events and you're creating content from a place of the right clients are out there for me. The right clients are out there for me. And the invisible brand that you're showing people, right? That's the kind of self-fulfilling prophecy that I want to create for myself, don't you? Mind and thought management is really the basis of what we're talking about here today. And it is something that we don't think a lot about. We just allow our thoughts to rule us and we treat them like fact. A thought comes in and it creates a feeling and we start to operate from those feelings because we think that the thought was true. But it's starting by identifying that thought. When you treat the thought like fact, that's not true because you get to decide which thoughts you want to bring in and actually believe and create feelings from. So it's my hope that we can start to think about thought management as something that's like money management or time management. Because we talk about money management and time management a lot. Like, how do I handle my money? How do I manage my time? And it's so rare that we actually say, how do I handle my thoughts? And it's just as powerful, if not more powerful in our lives. But it's something that has to be considered and intentionally managed, intentionally being the key word there. Because you wouldn't just spend money however you wanted and expect to become a millionaire, right? No, it takes intentional thoughts and actions with your money to achieve the millionaire status. And you wouldn't just do whatever you wanted with your time, like scroll TikTok for hours a day or watch Netflix until 2 a.m. and expect to have thriving relationships and a booming business, right? Thought management is exactly the same. When we don't control our thoughts, it's creating this invisible brand that is affecting our business in a negative way. And we don't even see it. We don't even know that it's happening. Here's the good news. When you master your invisible brand, and I hesitate to say master because really it's an ongoing process, but when you master your invisible brand, it can have a massively positive effect on your business without you even doing anything else differently. Imagine a business where you're incredibly confident about your work and the future success of your business. 
Imagine a photography business where you have a strong reputation in your community and you're trusted and you're reliable and you have more opportunities for collaboration because people are just like magnetized to you. This is why we tackle uh, mindset and limiting beliefs in marketing school around money and time and branding. And it's the very first thing that we do because yes, strategy is important, but improving your invisible brand and the right strategy is what truly makes you unstoppable. Those are the types of students who say, Tavia, I keep raising my prices because I'm so booked. Or I'm actually bringing on other photographers onto my team because I can't keep up. And that's 100% possible for you too, friend. I hope that this episode is one you'll want to save and come back to, to start to identify small ways that you can take those thoughts captive and make them obedient to the type of life that you want to live. If you want to know, since we talked about marketing school briefly, if you want to know when we're opening marketing school so that I can support you in this journey, head over to thebeautyandbirth.com slash waitlist to find out um, when marketing school will be open again and what the current status is depending on when you're listening to this. And if you enjoyed this episode, would you do me a huge favor and text it to a friend of yours? Maybe DM on Instagram, text it to a photography biz bestie of yours who might need to hear this message or share it on stories or Facebook and tag me at Tavia Redburn because I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and if it helped you and what your takeaways were and continue this conversation. And my friend, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. And I hope that you'll get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.